little girls. This seems to say. Do you? Do you? I beg your pardon. Are you ill? But Robert Ford would only lay on the floor and look at the ceiling, the light going out of his eyes before he could find the right words. What made you think I'm going? Okay, then. Okay, then. Okay, then. Whatever are you doing? Hello, and welcome to Spoilerama. I'm Marina Gorski. And I'm Mick Jordan. And we are going to talk about Downton Abbey today. Yay. <laughs> you were actually enthusiastic about it. <laughs> uh, we went to see it in the Stella. Perfect place to see it. Yeah. Which the is other why day. it's extended there. I'd say every like we got the last two seats. Yeah. On a Tuesday evening. Yeah. At what six o'clock wasn't it? Six o'clock. And I think the o'clock. nine o'clock was also like. Well, when we came out, they were jammed. Yeah, it was jammed. Yeah. There. So. Um. So yeah, we went to see it in the Stella, which was a lovely experience. Um. For those who don't know, our overseas listeners or oh, outside of you. Dublin yeah. listeners uh, the Stella is kind of a cinema based on the 1920s isn't it like well, no, it's style. like it was it's a restored cinema yeah. from like it's a hundred years old I think at this stage so they restored it to what it was originally like yeah in the 1920s yeah so it is so and I mean the film is set in 1927 so perfect yeah. and it's all luxury yes um, so what did you think uh, I thought it was We had a lot of fun Oh yeah I thought it was Utter nonsense Yeah it's Totally stupid Ridiculous Like a very long uh, episode of it Wasn't oh, it Oh yeah. yeah But I loved every minute of it yeah. I loved the whole Like I mean it It doesn't pretend to be Anything yeah, other than yeah. it is It is meant to be For the fans and the People who know the series yeah. Doesn't explain anything If you don't like This is what I've seen A lot of the reviews um, I think entertainment.e put up said how do you review a film when you've never seen the series and I said hmm don't yeah because what's the point it's not made for you it's not made for normal film goers or critics it's made for fans of the, the television series, series. Yeah, it yeah. goes all out to do that yeah because and it also has been too long explaining itself before the film could actually start yeah just to, just so other people can understand it exactly who everyone uh, is and so on they yeah. just assume you know because yeah. it would be incredibly boring for fans and series if they did start doing all that particularly yeah. since there's so many people in it exactly and yeah. that's what i thought was funny was the way some of them just get about two seconds yeah of screen time like your man lady, lady mary's husband just literally oh, drives yeah. up at the end and so and for no reason he just suddenly drives like where was he the whole time yeah i was but wondering just, that yeah, I was i'd, like, I'd okay. forgotten all yeah. about him and then when he turns <laughs> says who's he again and so, oh yeah because then he kissed her and it's yeah. oh yeah that's her husband <laughs> and then he goes into the house and we never hear of him again yeah strange <laughs> yeah um well, I liked it. Same reason um, that you gave, but it was a little bit stupid. Like I, we were rolling our eyes and looking oh, at each God. other the whole time. For a lot of the scenes, like some of the stuff was just so silly. Especially the fact that the Irishman saved the day when the king and queen were visiting. He <laughs> saved the king of e- England. And he is like, an Irish Republican. Yeah, like oh my God! And the way Lady Mary was so like suspicious of him after knowing him for years. So oh, yeah. suspicious that he would do something. Because, he might still. Because, yeah. which I would be too. <laughs> she should be in normal circumstances because he was part of the IRA. Well, he was a supporter of Irish republicanism and so on. So this is all, this is post-treaty when 
the Irish were forced to pledge allegiance to the king and were very reluctant to do this. And here's the waiting on the king and happy to help and so on. And being very nonchalant about it. Oh, yes, well, I am a Republican. Well, he did nothing the whole series other than participate in stupid chats and save the king of England, which (laughs) sounds like a big thing. But in the whole film, it's a minor little... Thing that's mo- just well, thrown it's, in it's there. Just, the whole film is full of these little incidents. Yeah, and yeah. That, but that's what's, that's what's fine about it. That's what I like. I would prefer that than some major plot. Because the way it was done was all these little events are happening. Yeah. All centred around the King and Queen visiting Granton Abbey. But what struck me about it a lot was, first of all, like the King and Queen were this jolly um, older couple. Like yeah. He was this lovely Santa Claus character with the white beard and everything like that. That was not him at all. The real King was very cold and austere. Deliberately so, because his father had been Edward, who was this mad playboy guy. So he said, no, I have to restore the dignity of the royal yeah. family. And I mean, you've seen, have you seen the king's speech? Yes. And, you know, he's like the king in the king's speech was his son. And his, it's his father who's always going on to him. Get rid of that stutter. And this sort of thing. Like he's a brute. Yeah. And here he is, this lovable twinkly character <laughs> and so on. And then particularly the queen. Queen was the ultimate stiff upper collar. Like they, they yeah. didn't show any love for their children. They were famous for that. That they were just, they paid no attention to their yeah. children and all this. Well, I could be libeling the royal family on this. But they and certainly they, weren't like the characters in this film. Yeah. So they were the Elizabeth's grandparents, basically. Um. Yes. That's I what I was yeah. wondering. Because the, sorry, the, the daughter was Mary, wasn't it? Well, their daughter was Mary. But that's yeah. princess. That would have been the, the current Mary, queen's yeah. aunt. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because, yeah, she was showing a lot of love for that woman and the fact that the husband isn't great or... Oh, yeah, he's dreadful. Yeah, like... <laughs> I, I, that might well have been true, I don't know. Yeah. But it was, at the same time, it just felt like a plot device. Yeah. And it was really, again, the Irishman saved the day there yeah. again as well and didn't know it was the princess he was talking to. Right, we're giving away a lot, but screw uh-huh, it. Yeah, like, I mean, it's not the plot. Don't swear in Downton Abbey podcast. People of a gentle disposition will be listening to this. You've just insulted our listeners. Just the ones of a gentle <laughs> disposition. Um, yeah, I think as well that uh, it was all too because there was a lot going on. You kind of, I kind of got a little bit bored because oh. it was predictable as hell. Like your man smashing the boiler, and then it wasn't talked about again. Well, until it was, the end, sort of, no, but yeah. until the end of it, and then it made her like him even more. <laughs> like what? And then oh, the fact that she was flirting with the guy, like it made no difference to the story, oh, other no, than make a little story for them. But that's the whole point of it. They had to have everyone give everyone something to do. Yeah. Like at, the, the yeah, at the start of the day, she didn't know she wanted to get married, but by the end of the night, she knew exactly. You're that giving she, it away again. Oh, who People cares? Wouldn't. People do. The gently, the, the gentle disposition people out there say, oh no, the plot was ruined. Don't they? I Probably don't think they the even know out. who I'm talking about. Oh, they'll work it out pretty quickly <laughs> when they see the plot coming. But that's it. Like, I mean, it's just they try to give everyone a moment or two. Yeah. But I, that was fine with me. Like, everything about it was perfect. And that's score for me. It was just the sort of film I wanted from this. I wanted it to be, all, and just have Maggie Smith throw in these brilliant one-liners. Oh yeah, that's, I think that's the only reason everyone just goes to the film. Mainly Whatever. is for Maggie, Maggie Smith. Oh yeah. And she she's, was brilliant. She's, but it's just, it's so easy. Yeah. Do, like, yeah. give her any line, it's going to be funny. Because yeah. of the character. Yeah. And 
Uh, like the bit of I licked the stamps myself <laughs> was just one of the funniest lines at which one I got either way but yeah. that was just so funny everything she did yeah. in it was just comical and but everything was monumentally predictable yes. but that was that was the way the last series was as well but much worse than the last series because it was stretched out over a series you could just see what was going to happen three yeah. episodes from now it's fine in a film I think it works perfectly in a short yeah. condensed two hours and I didn't mind that most of the I must finish the series Oh yeah, well, I mean, it, you're not going to miss. You haven't. You were able to watch this without having seen the series. Yeah, so yeah. Thing. But even the whole thing of the daughter, um, whose husband is about to go off with the Prince of Wales. Yeah. Sure, like that's a nothing plot. It yeah. was just trying to. It's purely there. I'm not going to say but what that, I want, but just there for her. That woman is so to, annoying. I don't like her in the series. Right. I always think she's a bit. Eh. Oh like, yeah. She everything is. is like a problem for her. Like, oh, I'm pregnant now, and you're going to leave me. Yeah. When you know, I know I'm revealing. A yes, lot. you're just doing exactly what I said not to do. No, but it's a, it's so stupid. Like, oh, and then they have this thought: Why are you going? Why are you leaving me to go with the Prince of Wales and whatever? Like, so privileged. Oh <laughs> my God, God bless but that, you. But for fuck's sake, my husband is going off swearing with the Prince of Wales. Oh. Anyway, <laughs> it is all as I said, monumentally predictable and easy going. But that's what you want from this. Like, I want them all to have little plots. And I just find that if, if you take it too seriously, like and a lot of viewers mm. are finding it offensive, you just have to realize it is ridiculous. It's fantasy. Like, this yeah. world never existed. It's not a case of nostalgia for something that happened. There was nothing like this. No yeah. one was so perfectly happy in their slotted roles. And one of the funniest, I felt it must be almost deliberate, was where Lady Mary and Anna, her maid, are getting dressed. Yeah. Says, Lady Mary says something to Anna. says, Anna says, I do hope we will. Uh, I do value our friendship. No, no, no. She and says, um, you've always been a great friend to me. And then Anna says back to her, I hope you to me too. Milady. Milady, yeah. But that's it. The very fact that she says, like, it's clearly not a friendship yeah. of equals. Or one's dressed your other. Um, I hope Anna, we love each friend. Like, that's yeah. not what they said. But she says, I hope so too, Milady. Yeah. Like, you're clearly emphasizing yeah. the stations in life that you yeah. are. I'm the servant. I'm lower than you. Sort of, and that's what it's all about. That they're all very happy in those roles. Yeah, but even no, but even the way she says, um, "I hope you too, milady," is basically like, "I know you're not my friend." Like right. you know, I know you appreciate that I do absolutely everything for you, and I don't expect you to do it for me. Mm-hmm. It was basically the tone I got because the face that Mary made as well was okay. like, "Yeah, I wouldn't, yeah. See, I, I don't, wouldn't put my I, hand in the fire it's for you." Basically, open to interpretation. I yeah. don't know. I felt it was almost like ironically the very fact that they have the two words at the end, like she calls her Anna, yeah. she calls her Milady. Um, one thing I would say straight after looking at, it, I checked. Michael Engler is the director, and he directed a number of the episodes as well. And Julia Fellows is the writer, so I was just curious. I always check what else did he make. And Michael Engler's last film mm. was a film called The Chaperone. It's just it was made this year. It was released in May in America. Also starring, um, oh, what's her name? Elizabeth McGovern. And also written by Julian Fellows and also mm. set in the 1920s. But it's America. Yeah. And But as soon as I saw the chaperone, I said, oh my God, I read the book. And you know, you always get a trill. Yeah, oh, and yeah. I said, why did I never hear this? Because it was a major book to me because it's a fictional story based on fact. Elizabeth McGovern plays the main character in the book who is the chaperone to a young dancer from Kansas going to New York for the first time, who's 15 years old. And that dancer is Louise Brooks. So I come and live and say, oh my God, they're the perfect 
perfect combination to make this film and the worst combination yeah. to make this film because I, th- I really want to see it and how is it not being released so I don't know if it might turn up I think it is going to be on Netflix in America I'm sure soon you can find it online oh yeah but I don't want to I want okay. to see that in the Stella oh, that's okay. exactly the sort of film because it would be exactly like a Downton Abbey and it would probably yeah. wreck my head in their portrayal of Louise Brooks but still yeah. but the very fact that those three com- combined Elizabeth McGovern Julian Fellows yeah. and the same director made yeah. a film and that I never knew it existed. And it's like, so it's the first time Louise Brooks has ever been portrayed on film. Someone really? Playing. She's ne- no one's acted as her. In anything. Like she's been, there's been hundreds of tributes to her. Yeah. I was saying to you earlier, in Cabaret, it's in Singing in the Rain. There's all these references to her. Like someone with the same style and acting yeah. based on her. But no one's, I don't think anyone's ever actually played her. Yeah. Now she's a minor character in the book. Like she's the main focus. But the main character is the Elizabeth McGovern character. Yeah. Like it's her story, but she's the chaperone. But at the same time, it is still what happened. Why don't you Brooks. look up who played Louise Brooks? I did. Who? I don't know who she is. Oh. It's, but the reviews from the Louise Brooks Society, because obviously I've done a lot of checking on this, said she's very good. Okay. She deserves an Oscar, but they're biased. They want that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right then. I have nothing else to say about this film, to be honest. Oh, th- what did you think of the fact that they sang the English... National Anthem. National Anthem. Well, what struck me was, I imagine in a lot of cinemas in England, people stood up. Yeah. Like they did show, there's the cinema that I go to anytime in Preston, anytime in Preston, called The Palace. And it's another one screen cinema. It's not the same style as the Stella, but it's, a, it's an old family run cinema, was yeah. family run cinema for decades. And, and they do all the old fashioned trappings. Like they have, just before the film starts, after all the trailers and so on, they have um, these girls coming around selling ice creams, like with their trays over them and so on. But they also have, just before the film starts, when the lights go down, the national anthem comes on and everyone stands up in the cinema and they showed it on their website just before Downton Abbey they playing the national anthem and because the cinema was packed so you yeah. just see everyone stand and I think it's great yeah. for the English yeah. but I would love to know what happens because they play the whole thing it's the whole national oh that's the anthem. whole thing yeah. like I, I just Every, wouldn't know I would, I would, well I think it is it certainly seemed very long like it wasn't just a blast of the yeah. national anthem but I'm just wondering is it a case of in cinemas are people standing up or something I'd say like they that. probably are. They probably feel they have to. Yeah. Like if one person does it, everyone's like, oh, I'm going to do it. I don't know. But it is a real celebration of their great British yeah. empire and so on. What did you think of our seats? Because we were in they the restricted were viewing area. Yeah, they were great. Like I, I didn't mind it. I think you it wrecked your head a bit, didn't it? it did, because where I was, I was just at the end, at the side. So like, I mean, there was glass panels in front of us. Were you seeing through the glass? Yeah. You weren't, um, but where I was, I was, it was two glass panels meeting each other. Yeah. And also because of my height I could see above them so it yeah. wasn't I was seeing three pictures effectively in that so that was and so the only way really to see it properly would be to sit upright and stretch or yeah. whatever but for this film if it was any other film it would be an issue but for this you don't really care like, yeah. you're just revelling you're meant to be in luxury yeah. and imagine seeing that in a normal cineplex or anything like that no it, it just doesn't ha- yeah it doesn't have the same effect yeah. as seeing it in the Stella Oh yeah, like um, the whole thing. Even when we came in, like everything is dark. So you have the tor- yeah. like it's not bla- black. It's dark, old fashioned dark. Yeah. All the lamps on the table and so on, and you're over the chair and these luxury armchairs. You sit back and just wallow in this. Yeah. So yeah. yeah it no, was it was. For that. It was great. Um, yeah, I don't have anything else to ask you because, to be honest, it's. To me, it just felt like a long, longer episode. Like, well, I, it wasn't it, disappointing, was it? No, it wasn't disappointing. But at the same time, I knew where it was going, which was a little bit annoying. Like, I did expect a bit more of it. I thought yeah. there was going to be a bit more of a... 
I don't know of a plot to it maybe but it was just little bits here and there like your man uh, I, I'm sure they had to get uh, what, what's your man the the butler now the Thomas. young butler yeah yeah he like they, of course they had to keep him away at the same time and then bring Carson back for no reason for no there, reason there was no at all. Logic. they yeah. made some flimsy excuse but it was nothing just to have him something to do as well yeah because the fans of the series probably would they would want to see oh, well, him well they want him doing something yeah. he'd have to be involved in some way like it could have been perfectly okay Thomas to be the butler yeah. but then Carson would have nothing to do he was just yeah. retired in the garden so they had to bring him into the house and he didn't even do much then yeah. there's just a few scenes here and there I did like Mr. Mosley though I thought he was oh. one of the best ones because it, you know he, he was actually genuine excited that, oh, that, yeah. that they were there the other ones were just kind of too well mannered in a certain way right whereas he was right. sweating with yeah, excitement yeah. and so on yeah, no, I, I, like, I liked it, and I would watch it again if it was on TV, probably like yeah. Christmas Day or something. If it was on TV, I'd sit down. I would and watch, watch it again for Maggie Smith. Yeah, exactly. That's, that yeah. is the, like it is, but that's uh, that's why I think it's very well done in that regard. In yeah. it, it's very safe, very straightforward yeah. and calm. But they just pepper it every now and then with one liners from Maggie Smith. They're yeah. just regular. Anytime she appeared, you were just delighted. Yeah, you knew something good was going to happen. But at the same time, she was. Um, I don't like. The fact that she went to London and they found out they went... Like, it was just thrown in there so that at the end she could say something. I'm not going to say what it is, obviously, but that she could have that conversation with Mary. Right. And you're just like, oh, okay. But yeah, it's all contrived. Yeah. Like, it's pure contrivances. But, I mean, it's unashamedly so. Yeah. But that's why I'm saying with the last series particularly, I'd love you to see the last series and see how you feel that because that is so utterly contrived. Like all I'll start watching it today. You're staying with me today. Yeah, so... Okay, yes, I look Instead forward to it. Instead of Shit's Creek. Yes. No, you don't have to sit with me. You can make definitely dinner. Definitely, you, know, <laughs> you can make dinner. So, master and servant has <laughs> been established here as well. It's always been established, let's be honest. Yes, my lady. <laughs> I don't argue, I just explain. <laughs> uh, right, so that's it then. Score. Uh, I will get to that. Sorry, I thought you... Sorry, my lady, you're in charge. Yes, thank you. So we'll finish up here. <laughs> now I'll give like a, I'll give it a seven and a half out of ten. Uh, I'll give it three stars. Yeah, like it is. Same. I was not in any way disappointed with it. Yeah. exactly what I wanted. No, it's a, it's, it's a good film. It's a good easy film to watch, but it's not like a classic. Yeah, something no, that you. No, I, it is. It's as I said, it's the whole combination of the film and the Stella. Yeah, it's just perfect yeah. for that. And I mean, I watched the series, but it was more of a case I was watching the series. Yeah, I'll watch it, keep going with it. But I wasn't looking forward. I was looking forward to this. Yeah, I was looking forward to, it and I got exactly what I expected. Yeah. So like a sweet meal. Exactly. Um. So thank you very much for listening. I've been Marina Gorski, and I've been Mick Jordan. Woohoo!